0: the Mama with Auntie Julia. I am your host, Auntie Julia, here today with a very special guest who is also an Auntie Julia, Julia Johns. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm super excited to chat today. So Julia is, um, in addition to being an aunt, Mm -hmm. she is a comedian and an illustrator and also an undecided mom. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about being aunties to our nieces and nephews um, and get into a little bit more of a discussion around the idea of parenthood as choice and what goes into making that decision. So I guess, Julia, first, um, why don't you uh, give us a little bit of insight into your background. First of all, do you mind saying your age for the pod?
1: 22. Just 22. <laughs> Can you believe it? Uh-huh.
0: So young and
1: fresh. <laughs> um, I'm 34. What if I told you you could ask me, but then I was just going to be like, no, I'm 22. For real, I'm 22. <laughs> and then I was like, all
0: right, going forward, uh, is now 22.
1: You're so... I just don't know if I want to be a mom yet, you know? It's like... <laughs>
0: You are so aware uh, yeah. as a young woman. <laughs> yes. Um, no, no, young woman can be very aware. And 34 is still very young.
1: Yes. No. Thank
0: God we are not 22.
1: Thank God. You're yeah,
0: right. That is a true. Yeah. That is, we yeah. Could, I yeah. couldn't I be hosting 30s. this podcast. No, no, no one way. would take me no seriously. Way. No If you are taking me seriously at all right now. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of the point of the podcast. <laughs> take me seriously. Yes. Please.
1: But we are in our 30s. <laughs> We're, we demand to be taken seriously.
0: Yeah, so, and we were just talking a little bit. You've been in New York for nine years, mm-hmm. um, and you are a stand-up comedian doing all of that and creating, illustrating. Yes. Um, so why don't you tell me a little bit about where you're from, what your family life was like growing up, um, and then we'll go from there.
1: Sure. I am from Cincinnati, Ohio, and... The heartland. Yes, the Midwest, <laughs> and that where it's like very much you have a family. Right. Um, My mom, I'm one of four kids. My mom's from New York. She met my dad in California. He's from Indiana. They met in California. Um, And then his job moved him to Cincinnati. And my mom then stopped working when she had kids. And so she eventually went back to work. But it was like she was, you know, a stay-at-home mom for several years. And I always thought that I... Oh, my Oh my God. excuse me. There's a robot in the room. Uh,
0: S- uh, Steve and the robot, you cannot be a part of the podcast. Crazy. All right. For, everyone ignore that. Uh, we don't have the technology to erase it. We're
1: in a, <laughs> just uh, like a use your imagination. Like that was yeah. a special guest on the podcast. Um, yes. I, uh, yeah. So I always thought I would have kids and then I went to college for teaching. I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina where I was a middle school teacher for two years. And again, surrounded by families and it was like that's just what I thought the track was I was Mm -hmm. gonna have a family but I was still you know I was 22 I lived there from like 22 to 24 um and then moved to New York to pursue comedy and so that's when things kind of changed because I'm surrounded by people doing comedy who are not interested in having kids and it's this lifestyle where you know it makes it harder to have kids um and then I don't know just kind of now I'm just getting into the kind of undecided thing. Yeah. But, um, well, how
0: did you decide to become a stand-up? What was the, I mean, working with middle school kids? <laughs> uh, yeah, <right.
1: laughs> it's like trying my jokes on them. And, um, I, a friend of mine that I grew up with was living in New York doing sketch comedy, and I would talk to her, and it just sounded mm-hmm. like so much fun, and yeah. it was this thing that I never thought was possible because I was just like, I'm going to be a teacher and have a family. Mm-hmm. And um, so then I just moved to New York to like, I don't even know what I wanted to try. I took an improv class to see if I could, like, get in front of people without throwing up, and then uh, started going to stand-up shows, and then I just went to my first open mic and loved it.
0: Cool. So, yeah. So the classic way of getting mm-hmm. sucked into mm-hmm. the whole, the yeah. pit of despair. Yeah, and I'm in it. Now! So, yeah, I mean, I guess it is true. Like, do you think that if you hadn't had this friend who was into comedy in New York, would you still be teaching and would you have gotten married?
1: Probably. It's, like, crazy to think about that. Um, Because she really was – I had a professor in college who – one of my, you know, teaching teaching teachers – And she was always like, you're in the wrong... I guess I was, like, cracking everybody up. And she's like, you're in the wrong field. You should be a stand-up comedian. she would always say that. And I thought that was, like, crazy to me. I was like... I knew I was funny, but it was like, be a stand-up comedian. Like, that's crazy.
0: Right.
1: Um, And so, yeah, I think I always would have wondered... Like, there was a part of me that, yeah, I always wanted to, like, be on SNL, but it didn't seem real. Mm -hmm. But talking to my friend who was actually kind of doing it made me want to. But I feel like, yeah, if I didn't have her and didn't have that connection... I don't know if I ever, you know, I might be, yeah, living in Charlotte, North Carolina, teaching with a family.
0: And do you, so you're from Cincinnati, do you still, I'm assuming you do, still have connections there? Like, is your family still in Cincinnati? Yes. My family, all of
1: my, I have uh, two brothers and a sister, they're all in Cincinnati. My one brother just bought a house five minutes from my parents. So both of my brothers now live
0: five minutes from my parents. And are they all married with kids?
1: My brothers are. Uh, one brother's married with two girls. The other brother's married with one little girl, and my sister is single. Okay. The two, yeah.
0: And are you the oldest, or are you? I'm the third,
1: and third. my sister's okay. the youngest.
0: Okay. So, and what is her? What's her deal? Is she? Um, do you guys ever talk about this or? You know, we we kind of
1: don't. Um, I think she's sort of. I don't know if she ever listened to this. She's kind, She kind of like would shut down if we ever yeah. talked about stuff probably. But um, I think she might want kids. Yeah. yeah
0: if, she, if she... Well, it's funny because every conversation that I've had, we get to this point of being like, oh, yeah, you don't really talk about this stuff yeah. with other people. Yeah. Like, um, even even women in our lives who have not had kids, who are much older and, you know, we see as influences you would never think to ask them, like, why they didn't have kids. Yeah. And it's just, it's really just not a thing that's on the tip of your tongue. And even, like, your sister relationship, which who knows? I mean, you can get into this or not, how, you know, sibling relationships are always complicated, mm-hmm. so you might not be that close. But even if you are super right. close, this conversation rarely yeah. and that's rarely the thing, that's, we are close, and we yeah. don't really talk about that. Yeah. So is she, is she single? She is, yeah. And um, has she had any serious relationships? Not really, no. Just kind of dating, but nothing serious. Yeah. Yeah. And how? And you're single? Yes. And have you had any serious relationships? Yes.
1: And so that, part of that, so my last relationship, we were together for like four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, I was, that was from, I was like 27 to like 31. And it's weird to, when I first got into the relationship, I thought, I was like, I'm 27, I'm so young, I don't yeah. really have to kind of think about kids and then we kind of, we barely talked about it, maybe like a handful of times mm-hmm. in the four years together. And we were both kind of like, I don't know if I want kids. And all, deep down, it was like, we kind of knew that we, that wasn't our person. I he yeah. wasn't my person. Um, but then all of a sudden, when we broke up, I was like, now I'm 31 and
0: single yeah. and my eggs are shriveling up. <laughs> like, I started freaking out. Is that something that you forgot about? Do you still, yes. is that part yes. of the undecided part? Yes.
1: And I wish. Like when I meet people or when you know, I find out that friends definitely don't want kids, mm-hmm. I wish that I felt that way because yeah. that just seems so much easier mm-hmm. to be like, I don't want them. But I'm like, I think that I might. Yeah. And if I do, I have the time, you know, there's a timeline and it's shrinking if I want healthy kids yes. and like, yeah, I can adopt and maybe I would, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely part of it. You know, like we can't, even me, who I, you know, I always get really pissed about the whole nature thing mm-hmm. um, because I feel like it's just put upon women in a really aggressive way mm-hmm. more so than it ever is put upon men. Um, men, the natural part of men seems to be all the fun stuff. Like, of course, we're going to fuck around because we're men and yeah. that's what we do. Yeah. And with women, it's like, nature means you, the older you get, the worthless you become, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you are on a timeline, yeah. but the yeah, reality is that, you know, uh, with more and more people choosing not to become parents, the mm-hmm. one area where it is increasing, where the birth rate is going up, is between uh, 40 and 49-year-old women, wow. so... Nature is not so much of that. I that's mean, crazy. it obviously still is. Obviously, it's yeah, you have to do all you have to jump through all these hoops, but yeah. it's becoming more and more feasible for everyone. Um, it, would you ever take any drastic steps like freezing your eggs or
1: if I had the money? Yeah, that's
0: so freaking that's, expensive. Yeah, yeah. I know. also, it's
1: cr- like if you can have you know healthy kids in your 40s, but then it's like even just keeping up with yeah. them, and then I feel like I wasted not wasted, but I've just. I've babysat and nannied and all this stuff for so long when I, like, had the energy and could do all this stuff. And then if I ever became a mom at, like, 45, I'd yeah. be like,
0: I can't, get up, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Friends who are in their 40s. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that is not an old age. It is we not. But I'm, t- I'm saying, saying that,
1: yes, no, that's not an old age. Also, it's, like, 10 years away.
0: Um, but yeah it's a consideration for sure yes and I think that also it all kind of leads to this one point too where you know the pressure of women to have children and to not even consider what we're considering today where you know you're allowing yourself to be undecided is actually pretty revolutionary considering the whole arc of human history Mm -hmm. um but the fact that like to take the necessary steps that you would need to take to guarantee yourself to be able to have a child born naturally mm-hmm. at a future date and time, regardless if you fall in love with your soulmate or not, mm-hmm. is unattainable for most people, yeah. especially creatives. Yeah, the I you know this whole thing about women's duty to be mothers and everything—nobody's making it an easy choice totally, for us totally in any capacity.
1: Because if that was just a thing that I could. Easily do, yeah, of course I would do it right as like, a, and then yeah, that would take away this stress and this worry, right? Because it would be like, okay, if I ever do, it's right there for me, you know, if I ever
0: decide that, right? It's yeah. So, do you so you don't talk about this too much with your sister, but do you do your parents bring it up? Do they question both of you or just one of you? Or,
1: um, they're really good about um, my dad, definitely doesn't, my dad doesn't question me about anything. Oh. <laughs> Oh dads, huh? <laughs> um, but my mom is really good about like I so many women are constantly hearing that from their mom, especially if they're with somebody. Yeah. Like it helps that I am single because then yeah. people aren't asking when I'm gonna have kids. Right. It's like when are you when are you gonna find somebody, you yeah. lonely yeah. sack of shit. Yeah, you haven't, you haven't of that, you know, <laughs> but I don't have a kid question, so you
0: haven't overcome
1: that first or yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but like my mom is she understands, like, and also it kind of helps to be an aunt, like my brother, She you know, yeah. they've got grandchildren, so it's not like I'm her only hope to be a grandmother, but she right. also has never made it seem like that, like, she just wants to be a grandmother with so many people. Even my ex, his mom, who had three grandchildren when we were dating, and she would say things to me oh, yeah. about when we're going to have kids. Oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah. are you kidding me?
0: Yeah, Lane, um, his dad. Okay. Okay. Mind you, Lane and I have been together almost seven years now. We are not getting married. Everyone knows this. For the most part, they've accepted it. Hmm. Because what's the difference at this point? Mm -hmm. You know, there is no difference in my mind. That is what I am telling you married people. (laughs) Um, And I don't care if that's offensive anymore. It's very offensive for you to tell me my relationship is not the same. It is. (laughs) But anyway, um, they've accepted the non-married part. It's the, his dad with the kids, yet it's never directed towards Lane. It's only mm. directed towards me. And I love his dad so much, you know. But it is, it's is—it's just like the last time he was visiting, and we're going to see them again. In the, We're going down to Florida where Lane's from for the 4th of July, and I'm just like gearing up for it. Because his brother just had a baby with his partner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you would think, and, they, and Lane's older sisters have four Four, three nieces and a nephew between them. Yeah. So there's plenty of grandchildren all around. But it's like just I think it's just about not wanting to accept that I know that I don't want this.
1: Yeah. And there's it's that mentality of like, what do you mean? Yeah. Right. That's what you do. But not towards names
0: not towards Lane, hmm. just towards me.
1: That's so bizarre. And and even though, and does he know, like have you flat out been like, I do not want to have children? Or oh yeah, you just, the last yeah? time
0: they came to visit, <laughs> they came to visit last um, spring and it we had a moment where after literal hours of, why don't you want to have kids? Are you afraid to have kids? <gasps> oh I think God. he'd be a great mom. You know, no matter what I said, he just wouldn't lay off. And so I finally like, I got up, we were at the bar, and like, I just started like, like unloading. Like, if you fucking say this to me one more time, like, you know, Seriously. and we were fine. Like, we were talking, yeah. and you know, <laughs> and also politics were being discussed. Okay. You know, so it was off the rails. Yeah. But uh-huh. it really, I just get really upset about it, and, yeah. I've, and I've had Keith. to, yeah, I've had to kind of come to terms with, you know, he's in his seventies. Like, it's a different mindset. And he just loves his kids so much. And like yeah. and I know it's not coming from a bad place. Right. But I love lots of people. I love lots of children. I just, you know, for all of these reasons that we're discussing, yeah. you know, I don't I just don't want it. Yeah. I just don't. You and he shouldn't and, have to like explain
1: it right. to people, especially multiple times. Right. And he needs to just think about like the other, you know, just put himself in your shoes. Like, why would you keep right. harassing well, somebody and, about this one subject? And yeah. it also that's not gonna make you like. Does he think no. that that's gonna make you one of the kids? You D- know,
0: Dave's telling me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, and I shouldn't say that Lane doesn't get any harassment because he does. You know, he's so Lane's a comedian too, and for the longest time, whenever he and his dad would talk about it, his dad would just be like, "So, uh, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna manage a comedy club," and Lane, like, it's like <laughs> "No, no, no, it's different things," you know. So, and I get it. It's just people yeah. choosing different life yeah. choices now and. It you should does just. Does seem weird, but. Do
1: you ever think of just lying and being like, "Yeah, we're trying. We're trying to have kids," and then, no. or to say like, "I went to the doctor and they said that it's uh, that I can't."
0: No, because number one, I don't take that lightly at all. Because yeah. I do have friends who definitely oh, want course. kids yeah. and they can't. Yeah. I've already experienced that with a bunch of my friends, and it is a fucking tragedy. It is, and I also think it doesn't help at all because. It's such a rude, invasive thing to ask regardless, and me just saying, no, I don't want kids, needs to be enough. Yeah. Yeah. And that is the point of this podcast. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) But, so that, I mean, that's great that, you know, it's not too bad with your parents. Did you, were you raised, like, religious at all, or?
1: Um, No, we were raised, I mean, I was raised Catholic, and, like, we went to church every Sunday until... My younger sister went through confirmation in eighth mm-hmm. grade and then we were like the church or the uh, Christmas and Easter yeah. people. and then we stopped going and my parents are like very much not religious. Like my mom even said that her mother was religious. and so she wanted to give us a foundation or whatever and like just kind of did it, I think for her mom. but yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're not they're really not religious at all. and yeah. that's nice too. We agree on that. We agree politically. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah, my parents are religious, but they've accepted. I mean, that was another thing. I, I've just disappointed them a lot for a straight heterosexual person yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, who is in a partnership with a very white straight man, yeah. you know. Um, but you know, they're really good about that too. Like, That's and good. politically, they're great, you know. But of course, they would want me to have kids, you know, because that would yeah. make our family bigger, and right. you know. And so, I guess this is the shift to the aunt. Heart. So you said you have, it, what is it, three nieces? Three nieces. Cute. Yes. And um, I'm assuming that you love being an aunt. I do love being yeah. an
1: aunt. Yeah. And I wish I could see them more. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. the tough thing. Yeah. Because where do yours um, So,
0: well, I'm from Jamestown, New York, but my sister and baby Freya live in Seattle. Okay. Oh, so, so, I mean, far. it is really far, but it's good. You know, the, they've got a really nice life there. Yeah. And, it's fun to visit Seattle and my brother-in-law's mom works for an airline and we get to fly on the companion passes too oh, that's great so it really helps yeah. because I'm very broke yes. so mm-hmm. can't I wait for this pod to bring I, it down <laughs> I
1: just found yeah Frontier flies non-stop to Cincinnati for like $87 oh, so that's right. great so I've been going home more oh. and then like having FaceTime is really nice yeah. I try to mm-hmm. FaceTime with them every weekend so they don't forget yeah it's forget easier yeah, yeah we
0: have like a family um Text chain, and so my sister sends us tons of baby oh, yeah. Ray pictures, yeah. which that I share on social <laughs> media as if she's my own kid. You know, I know. which I get it. That's a confusing uh, message <laughs> that it seems like I need a child. I know, you know? that's how I feel. But I <laughs> um, when I share all that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's but fun I, to be an aunt. It is, and I think being an aunt, like this, is another
1: not just with my undecided. Like it's weird that I've. Um, I have been babysitting since I was 11, yeah. I was a nanny in New York, mm-hmm. I've taught, I've tutored, like I'm the, you, this is the, the the job that I'm the most qualified, I'm yeah. overqualified <laughs> for, and I might end up not is. being, <laughs> I might end up not being a parent, yeah. and then I also though, because of all that, it's like I've seen, I don't know, maybe this is what I tell myself, but uh, I see how hard it is, like nannying, yeah. that was full time, I and mean, I was practically parenting these yeah. kids. And I see how hard it is. And so then I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to be a parent. Like, it's a yeah. lot of work. Whereas people who don't do that, and all of a sudden they're like, well, I guess I should have kids. And they have them. And then they're like, holy shit, this is a lot of work. But I, it's my kid, and I love them. And I'm going to, you know. And so they're just in I
0: do have a lot of friends who've had kids who had no experience with children mm-hmm. before. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. You're like, yeah. It's your life now, and you yeah. can't go back, yep. you know. And I don't think that they would necessarily choose a different path, but this idea of thinking about it first mm-hmm. instead of it being a foregone conclusion is rather new. Mm-hmm. And I think that is why most people are either waiting mm-hmm. until they're a lot older, because regardless of if you know you want to have kids or not, the trend has been to have them when you're older. Mm-hmm. Um also because of the financial cost and, yeah. you know, all of our student loan debt and all these things put upon us by other generations yeah. that are somehow still blamed on mm-hmm. millennials. Can't wait till so. this younger than us generation comes up and we can start blaming them for all yeah, the world's seriously. problems. <laughs> um, but yeah. it is, you know, because it obviously, it, you know, people are never going to say, oh, I regretted my choice right. to have kids. But I I bet you anything a lot of people do, because they're, and this is something that we talk about every episode too, Hmm. there are bad parents, Mm -hmm. it's a fact of life, and why are there those bad parents? Probably because they didn't think about it Yeah, and
1: it's insane how there's, like, I remember in, in, uh, like, my freshman year of college we had this class, and the uh, professor asked, like, do you think there should be a test, to become a parent, and I was, like, the only one that raised my hand, mm-hmm. and everybody else was like, no, if you love the child, whatever, and it's like, but no, there are sure. not a well, test, yeah. okay, and that, get, I was, get, I was a an 18-year-old, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I was 18, but I think that there, there's definitely not, we don't prepare people no. enough, it's like insane, it's insane yeah. how, you know, you have to, like, do so much to get a job, right. but you just have to get knocked up to have a child, like it's, to have a human being.
0: It's not even that it has to be, you know, like, sure, get knocked up and then that's your state and, you know, you're fully allowed to become a parent after that. But it's, again, the resources and the, you know, for all of these platitudes we put on, be a mom, Nothing is like being a mom and you won't ever be able to love anything until you're a mom (laughs) and like all this bullshit. We still don't put any resources or put any value into creating positive yes. parenting. Right?
1: people and, become good parents. Right. It's and like it you always, gotta become a mom, you gotta become yeah. a mom. All right, you did, now figure it That's out, it. you yeah. know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like the pro life textbook way of doing everything. Yeah. You know, the only thing that matters is the pre person. And then you're a person and you're, you know, in the rat race. No matter who who set you up in life or anything. And, you know, other countries, like, um, I have some family friends who, they live in Sweden now. Mm -hmm. And they just had a baby. And um, Sweden has a holiday, I think it's called, like, National Day or something like that. And so she wrote this post that was just, like, this overwhelming gratitude about what resources are available to parents in Sweden. And it's like first beyond like maternity leave, paternity leave, which is like yeah, a year yep. each. It's, um, you know, classes and mm-hmm. support and you have home check-ins and yes. you have completely paid for doctor's visits and all of this kind of stuff. And yeah, exactly. We, we're not giving hardly any of that. If, yeah. you, if you want that as an American, you have to have the insurance to pay for it. There might be some organizations that offer it, but you have to seek those out. Exactly. You have to it's seek it everything out. Everything yeah. is like...
1: And just, people don't have the time or the money to seek those no. things out. I also... I have a friend who lives in Copenhagen. I just went to visit her. And oh. she has a one-year-old and was yeah talking about how... And it's, it is. It's kind of like forced upon new mothers. The mm-hmm. check-ins and doctors coming and telling them what they're doing yeah. wrong and what they're doing right and what they need to do. And they do that for like the first year of right. the child's life. And that's not... Ugh, that's not, It's hard to see bad parents, especially when I know that I could be such a better parent than yeah. somebody in Sp- you know, Or like, I want to, I don't know, I wish I could help them. People don't even realize, you know, when you see people screaming at their kids, oh. they don't even think about, then later when their kid is screaming, they just yell at their kid for screaming. Yeah. it's like, but it's because of you, you don't really, <laughs> come on! <laughs> like, ah. They are
0: doing what you are yeah. doing! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's it's wild because it's definitely hard, you know, and like as much time around children as I've had, I never, ever believe that I know anything that it is like to be a parent. I sleep mostly through the night until my cats wake (laughs) me up and, you know, like that's enough disruption for me. So I can't even imagine, you know, the work and effort that goes into it. But, yeah, I mean, of course, as a thinking, thoughtful person, you're going to consider all of these things. You're not just going to go out there and get knocked up by some guy because what if you don't, you know? Because, like, that, you know, and for years and years and years, that used to be the only, you know, you'd get up to your early to mid-30s and Mm -hmm. it was like people were just coming down on you, you know? And so this idea of consideration and thinking it through and what's best for you and your goals, because even if you do decide you want to be a mom, that's still never going to be your only goal in life. Right. You're going to work it into what you're trying to do. And what you're trying to do is this really cool, special thing that you have to kind of put a lot of thought and care into as well. Yeah. So the balance of that, it's, like, fine for other people to tell you what they think you would want the most. Yes. But it's only for you to figure that out at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So and do you think... Oh, sorry. No, off.
1: well, I was just going to say, I think it is, and that's why and I'm so glad that you have this podcast, and, like, people are talking about it more, and obviously more and more women are choosing not to have kids, and I think it is becoming more of a normal thing, mm-hmm. and, like, thank God, and it's just being talked about more, and it's just becoming slowly more accepted Yeah. To not have children. Well,
0: and like when I was telling my mom that I was going to do this podcast, she was like, I mean, it's just crazy to me that people say anything to you. We know lots of people who don't have kids. And it's like, yeah, I agree with you. And that's why you're a great mom for me. Because Mm -hmm. you accept me as I am and don't think I'm a weirdo or, Mm -hmm. you know. However, I exist in the world. And (laughs) that's not the actual you know, default position of most people. Yeah. And so, and it's true, like, I remember growing up, there were lots of people in my life who didn't have children, and it wasn't, like, these weird cretins, except for the fact that you weren't allowed to ask them why. Yeah. You know, that's built into, you know, and if you did, maybe you just had to be really bold. Yeah. And, but I didn't even think to think, to ask them.
1: Yeah, me neither. And I do remember thinking that it would, like, as a kid, i did think that it was odd, the people in my family who didn't have kids, and it was like, why don't they have kids? Like, yeah. I remember thinking that was so weird, and now I'm like, I hope that changes, you know, my mom always had, it, was, it wasn't it was like my mom was putting that on me, like, yeah, what a freak that so-and-so doesn't have any kids, right? It would just be like, that's just their decision, uh, yeah. but you were just, it just seemed so different, and so I hope that someday it's not going to oh, be, it'll it be is. like if somebody has a pet or they don't have a pet, right. you know?
0: yeah. And I think also too, and you know, this is something to talk about in later episodes more. But the way pop culture shares stories of people without children, Mm -hmm. it's either like badass bachelors who just haven't fallen in love yet, or like these quirky, weird couples. And then the finale is they get a kid, you know, or or there's just something different about them. It's not these characters aren't always worked into these, like, traditional American value stereotypes that are pumped into us all the time, you know, there's, there's, like, it's the state of either trying to become a parent, or being a parent, or being a grandparent, or all, you know, like, and that's what's shown to us, but it is really cool to think of, you know, like, my mom's best friend, my Aunt Mim, uh, who didn't have kids growing up, like, I would love to see a show about, like, her life, yes. you know? Yeah. Because I haven't seen that, actually, you know, where it's just... And, I mean, we have, we have certain things, you know, like Sex in the City surely gave us some insight. Mm-hmm. But, of course, motherhood always seeps in somewhere. Yes. yeah. You know? Um, I mean, same thing with, like, abortion stories and stuff, too. It's very rarely the choice to actually have the abortion, even if it's a consideration, mm-hmm. you know? So I do think, especially, like having all these conversations with creative women it's going to be more and more exciting to see what you guys do and what you make um, but so I guess um, my one of my questions I would ask you is what? how do you think you'll look back on your life if you don't have kids oh
1: my gosh I think that's why I'm that if I'm undecided and that's what I struggle with is I hope that I don't regret like if I choose to not have kids I hope that I don't regret it and I think the biggest thing is to have an adult family when Mm -hmm. I'm older like I love I'm very close with my family I love the relationship that we have and it's like I just want to skip to that and have grown children and have this you know a nice relationship and it's it's like sometimes they worry you know am I going to be alone you know feel lonely if I'm old and have nobody um, but it's like I'm sure, just like how now it's my friends right. or my you know my New York friends or my family.
0: But well, yeah, um, you don't grow old and then drop off a cliff. Yeah. In fact, sometimes I think the family structure of American culture is actually incredibly isolating mm. because I think a lot of older people rely on their families to be their interaction all the mm-hmm. time, and if you just never had a family you would just keep maintaining right. your social structure as is. so even when you're old the, it's not a void yeah. you know or yeah. more and more people not having children are going to have to kind of create these family dynamics for themselves right. I know because that's a question that people ask me all the time when I say I don't want kids mm-hmm. it's well who will, who will yeah, look after you when you're yeah. old <laughs> and it's like well first of all I know a lot of fucked up families where the oh, yeah, ideal totally. hangouts do not happen yes. you know Um, Also, I don't know. Like, I'm maintaining all these relationships with my friend's children. I am an aunt. Mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm so excited because my friend's kids are now getting to age, like, the oldest are about 10. Um, I don't really count Wayne's nieces and nephews because they're, like, teens. Mm -hmm. Um, And... You know, I'm still kind of growing my relationship with them, but I'm mm-hmm. sure they'll come visit us soon when they're, you know, more independent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited for my friend's kids who are getting older, like 10, 11, 12, mm-hmm. because I oh. want them to be able to come visit me. You know, what's the point of living in New York if you totally. can't be the cool yeah. aunt who lives I know. in New York? I can't
1: wait. My oldest yeah. niece is only four, and I can't right. wait for her to, yeah, be a teenager. Yeah, like, same visit. thing
0: with, like, like, Freya. I can't wait. They'll ship her off to me mm-hmm. for, like, a <laughs> month in the summer. Yeah. Why not? You know? Yeah. And, like... It's motivation enough for me to get myself to a financially healthy place where I can facilitate that mm-hmm. for the kids that I love. And, you know, because kids cost money. Mm-hmm. And more and more, you know, parents need to rely on the community around them to help support even raising their kids too. Yeah, You know, like that's a kind of a fact of life that we've created for ourselves in this idyllic world that we're in in america yeah. you know where every day i'm like oh my gosh yeah. it's like completely chaos and so, and yep yeah my 90s childhood yeah. is totally dead You <laughs> know and that's <laughs> true i
1: also like and my i said this to my mom one time we were talking about it and i was like well i don't this world is crazy i don't know if i want to bring a kid yeah. into this world and and my mom was like oh, that sounds like a like a cop-out excuse yeah. but it i think also i just i i'm i'm The older I get, the more I worry about stuff, and I'm like, I just think I would worry about my kids. Some, and I don't know. Maybe that just sounds like a bullshit, but it's like, of course you're going to worry about your kids, and of course, like, you figure it out or whatever. But I don't know. Um, But it
0: is—it's a a thing to consider. I don't think it's necessarily a cop out because, sure, throughout all of humanity, people have had to worry about wars and famines and atrocities, and they still bring children into the world. I get that. Yeah, but. You know, like, because, like, one thing that my mom will say to me gently is when I complain about how much student loan debt I have mm-hmm. in regards to thinking about having a child, like, I don't know how I'd ever, I really don't. Yeah, like, I definitely, yeah, even, yeah, financially,
1: it is not possible right, right exactly. now. exactly. My mom will uh, say money, please, <laughs> listeners. Uh, I need your help. <laughs> uh,
0: yes, we will be setting up accounts yeah. to help fund the children yeah. of all of our undecided guests. Yeah. <laughs> For all you crazies who will, you might, you you might switch, you might switch, change my mind. I'll become a decider with that GoFundMe. I would not. I would just pay off for credit card (laughs) (laughs) debt. Um, but, no, my mom was always like, oh, you find the money. And it's like, huh. you did? Like, but the life that I had as a child just isn't real anymore. Like, no, my, even my yeah. friends who are raising kids in the town that I grew up in, it's so much more expensive even yeah. there. And the cost of living is nothing like New York. Yeah. And I don't think I should have to give up the life I want for myself just to have kids because that's what I'm supposed to do, right. you know. So all of this helps feed my desires not to.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, it you know and I think like if you do end up having kids, of course you'll figure it out. Of course you'll work it out and I don't think you'd have to give up your whole life of becoming a comedian, being an artist, being a creator. And eventually you might get to a point where that helps even foster it more cuz mm-hmm. you know, uh, all these comedians are becoming rich all around us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not real. <laughs> It's all, it's a crazy landscape no matter how much success you have. Yeah. But, you know, it could help you eventually. It's certainly not out of the question. Yeah. But these are all, of course, right. valid points to think yeah. about.
1: And then it's also, I mean, it's even just f- having a partner. Like, being yeah. single right now, single and not financially stable, it's like, yeah. there's no way I can have a kid. And recently, like, some friends of mine who are older and have two kids that are, like, ten, you know, tenish, um, and they were like, well, you know, you can... You can do it. You can be single and have a kid. You know, this person, this friend of ours was single and oh, it's like, yeah. "Yeah, but I do not have the money. Like I need you know, even if I went that route, there's I yeah. mean, there's just no way." But um but yeah, it's like if I met somebody fell in love, decided mm-hmm. to have kids, that like, that helps so much. I mean, right. like it's some of the comedians that we know who are able to do comedy and be a parent, it's because they have somebody right. else who's helping with money and with raising the
0: right. child. So, Yeah. So, um, what is it, like, does this kind of factor into when you're going on? like, are you actively dating, or are you just kind of like, whatever? Nah,
1: I guess I'm kind of whatever right now. <laughs> <laughs> but the dates that I have gone on, that doesn't really... It doesn't come up? No. And I get, well, I guess it has, and it's just, I'm like, I don't know, so...
0: Is it so... so... I mean, this is kind of an obnoxious thing to say, but I've never dated on apps because I met Lane before they kind of really came into Mm -hmm. being. I did online date a little bit, and that was a very obnoxious thing, so I can only imagine the apps either make it better or worse. I don't know. But is it a question that you have to answer in a questionnaire, and is it posted on your profile, or is it something easily Um, attainable to know about somebody?
1: There's one, uh, I think, like, Bumble... Asks and you can decide to put it on there or not. Either you can, if you have kids or don't, and then if you want kids or don't want them, mm-hmm. um, and then you can choose to display that or not. Would it's you date someone it. with kids? Um. Yeah. If I. Um. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Like I wouldn't it, seek yeah. that out, I you, guess. You really fell into the void. I boy. know, I really <laughs> did. <do. laughs> like,
0: My brain. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I think it's uh, that would be a hard thing because you also, you know. Uh, as much as we all grow up envisioning ourselves becoming moms because that's how we're told to play and pretend yeah n- nobody grows up envisioning themselves to become a stepmom yeah like but <laughs>
1: actually that's like kind of pretty ideal yeah. for especially being undecided you know I was gonna say all of a sudden boom I have a kid yeah that I can and it's not 24-7 um so yeah that's you know what yeah yeah fucking I date a guy with kids <laughs> that's now exactly my top choice in men <laughs>
0: I'm getting a dad, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting
1: a future stepchild.
0: Well, I mean, if you like kids, then that it makes that navigating that relationship a little easier. I think the people who have a harder time with that are just awkward around kids in general. Which yes. a lot of people are yeah. very awkward. It's people always are very
1: awkward around kids.
0: Yeah, and maybe that's like a judgment because I guess maybe I'm awkward around older people, but I don't even uh. think that's true because I've spent a lot of time in like nursing homes and stuff from a very young age. So yeah. I don't even think that's true. I just don't think huh. I like going into nursing homes for obvious reasons. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. death all yeah. around. <laughs> which I know is me. Some people are better. just a room full what of I mean,
1: people at the end of the
0: room. I'm trying to identify with people who don't like children. <laughs> what I'm trying to say. But yeah, it's a thing, you know, some people just feel awkward around them. Yeah. But if you're a person who is a kid person, already an aunt, teacher, former nanny, all that, you never know. Could be a, could be an ideal fit. Yeah. I think, and maybe
1: that's what's, why I'm, I feel so like, I I keep feeling this thing that's like, yeah, I gotta have kids just because I've been around them so much and I'm so goddamn good with them. Yeah. Um, but like, maybe I'm just, you know, I just gotta be a
0: cool aunt. Yeah, it
1: is great being an aunt.
0: It is. It's so fun, and they just love you. Yeah, and you I just do. send them presents. Yeah, and it's great. Yeah, and you don't have to do any of the hard stuff. Not like either. I'm already envisioning all of the times my niece will come to me being like, "My mom is being crazy," and I I'm know. just like, "You know, she is crazy." I yeah, know. I don't know what <laughs> no, I mean that's something I think is a really like if you're not going to have kids, but you want kids in your life. I think it's so important to foster the relationship with parents and to, like, maintain that in a positive way, like, because, not to get all into this, because this is another topic entirely, but, um, I don't have good relationships with my mom's siblings, Mm. and they're really resentful of me because of that, because they think I've been unfair to them, Mm. but it's because they mistreat my mom so terribly and why would i have you in my life yeah. like it just doesn't make any sense to me why you can't understand why it's, i yeah, it's you like, know yeah your mom comes first yeah so exactly would... you know yeah, so similar. i mean that's really i think a motivating factor for me not that my sister and i have a bad relationship by any means but it's a motivating factor to keep that relationship healthy and yeah. to remind myself that you know treating her well is treating my niece well mm-hmm. and same thing with my friends you know cuz Friendship is hard to maintain, Mm -hmm. and I think nowadays it's harder to break off friendships or not even break them off, but just kind of let them naturally dissolve Mm -hmm. because of social media and keeping in touch. But if I'm putting all this effort into my friend's children, then I should be putting just as much effort into my friends, you know, regardless of the different paths our lives take. Right, and then
1: do you notice it is also, I want to... um, I feel like sometimes people, you know, with kids feel like they can't really I don't know, like all of a sudden now they have to just associate with other people with kids and it's this huge thing or if they are just talking about kids all the time, so then they feel like, oh, maybe my friend without kids doesn't wanna hang out with me anymore and it's like that even like when I was in Copenhagen with my friend and we were out to lunch with one of her friends who has a baby at, you know like a three month old so they were talking a lot about baby stuff and they kept saying to me like sorry we're talking about baby stuff and it's like it's it's, it's okay fine, yeah. I mean you know yeah I'd like to talk about other stuff as well yeah. but also like <laughs> don't keep feeling like you need to that I'm this right. you know outcast right. whatever that you can't still talk about your family with me you yeah. know
0: yeah I mean I've had that a little bit sometimes or just feeling like um, when uh, when people talk about pregnancy mm. you know and it's all this, like, mommy blogging verbiage about being pregnant and all that. I I definitely tune out for that. I am not interested. But yeah. about your kids, these people, yes. these yeah, humans, yeah. I'm fine with that. You know? Yeah. Like, I like hearing about kids stuff, too. Yeah. You know? So, but it is, it is a balance because your lives are so different. Like, yeah. I can do whatever I want whenever I want. Right. I'm beholden to Lane and my job and feeding my cats. Yeah. And they can go a long time without being fed. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Not that I ever let that happen uh, because I love them too much. But yeah, it is, but it's crazy how one,
1: all of a sudden this thing. It changes your whole life. the whole, whole yeah. life. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's crazy. So after this talk, have you become a decided not the mama? Or I, mama? Now I'm a I'm a stepmama. <laughs> I want to be a stepmama. Yeah, yes, I think we can decide that for you. Yeah,
1: yeah what so if um, the point
0: of this was to force my friends who weren't sure <laughs> to, to come decide. on and I just tell them. You should Don't never yeah. be a mom. Join That's us. That's like my, big, my <laughs> big scheme. And
1: all of a sudden, just the little, like, creatures come out of the walls being yeah. like, have the
0: mama. You're not a mommy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you leave with a stuffed dinosaur <laughs> yeah. that speaks to you. You will raise this and be happy. Oh, uh, no, no love to no, raise no. little baby dinosaur. We, we are happy with all life choices here. That's the point. Yes. That is the point. Yes. Um well, is Okay. Thank you for coming. And Thank you so much. Oh, I could talk about this for hours. Yeah. I mean, truly, truly. Yeah. Um, is there anything you want to let everyone know is upcoming in your life? Any cool projects or um, shows?
1: Becoming a stepmother in the yes. near future. Uh, I have, I'm in the sketch group, All Female Reboot. Oh, yeah. And we have a show at Littlefield. I don't know when this is going to come out, but Little, know, Littlefield I don't
0: June 27th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll try to put it out before that. (laughs) Um, Other than that. But anyway, All Female Reboot is a cool enough thing to plug anyway, because you'll have other shows in the future too. Do you want to tell people what it is, just really quick? It
1: is, uh, we're a sketch group, and we take movies that are, have mostly men, and we put a female twist on them. Um,
0: Yeah. Cool. Love it. I haven't actually seen one yet, but I am. Um, it's on my list of today's. is acceptable. Um. Well, thank you, fellow Auntie Julia, and Auntie Julia, Aunt, my... you're you're Julia number two on the podcast. Wow. There are many so to many come. Julias. So many Julias. So Juju. Yeah, maybe the other theme. I only talk to other Julias. <laughs> But anyway, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Um, thank you to our listeners for supporting the pod. Um, again, plug in Diva Cups, not because they're giving us any money, but just because I think you all should look into them. Also, thanks. I know we heard some bad stuff about them. They cleaned it up. It's great. Uh, the product has always been wonderful. That weird CEO, huh. CEO is gone. <laughs> Nobody ever called themselves a CEO, please, no. ever oh, in life. She-ro's, she no. Uh. <laughs> um, but anyway, reusable menstrual products, get into them. <laughs> that, that's another point. Um, also, um, you can find us on all social media platforms as Not the Mama Pod. If you have any questions or anything to contribute, please email us at NotTheMamaPod at gmail.com. Um, very excited to answer any and all emails that come through. Um, But anyway, thank you again for listening, and we will talk soon. Bye.